I am too high right now. Just... <laughs> you just Google just, just table. Just table. Not EPL table. I, I didn't even realize it until like... <laughs> until you saw a picture like, of a table. Like, but you saw the, the table I was looking for. <laughs> You're like, yeah, uh, in second place is, is a lake. <laughs> there's a chair in fourth. I don't know. Looks like there would be some on. kind of footing yeah. on the table um, that isn't wood. Some type of plastic. But yeah, so uh, as as uh... <laughs> and we're back after a long layoff for no particular reason. Uh, this is Dom and Luke here with another episode of A Rainy Night in Stoke. We're going to be going over a lot of what we missed. Uh, some of it's going to be in-depth. Some of it's going to be fast because we were running out of time. Uh, that's the truth, and hope you stick through it. Oh, man. Anyways, um, I guess we should probably... Well, it's been, like, how long since since we last recorded? Well, last time we recorded, the audio didn't work, so yeah. it's probably been... I think that was... Christmas. Quarter of the audio works. This is like a right. little bit of the well, audio. Nothing was released. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't know that. Uh, so I think it was, I think that was Christmas Day that we, or Christmas Eve that we recorded that. So, uh, you know. Quite a long time ago. Yes. And, and it would be around since then, I guess the week before then. So mid, mid-December is the last time uh, that we uh, recorded anything, I believe. Gotcha. Wow. So, so yeah, quite a long time. Okay, so I guess we should talk about soccer. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Kind of, probably not cover the whole well, almost two months we've missed, but I mean, uh, uh, like just talk about how the trends have been yeah, going. Yeah, team and, I mean, uh, you've been, I mean, the trends have been pretty clear for you, right? so it's not Positive. really a lot Positive. of analysis to do right. there, just yeah, a lot I mean, of upward trajectory. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, 13 games unbeaten, right? 14. 14, whoa, wow. <laughs> big man. I mean, it's um, tied, it's tied for the record to make it. 14 is the record, so oh, okay. it is uh, Tottenham, I'm, or it's 14 wins is the record, so it's not oh, okay. unbeaten, it's right, actually right. won. It's not like, yeah, because yeah. uh, obviously Arsenal would probably, yeah. Yeah, right, because <laughs> yeah. they won the game, right. whatever, <laughs> yeah. was, it, was it the full 38 season? Uh, yeah, it was yeah, the full, yeah, it was yeah. the, um, the invincible. I mean, I know it was invincible, you know how like, the, like uh, in football, the Dolphins went, they were undefeated, but they, it wasn't 16 to no. they were wasn't that season was shorter. That's what yeah, I meant by that. Yeah, gotcha. I knew it was the full season. I wasn't sure gotcha. if they played 38 games back then. Gotcha. I think it was around there. It's probably... Uh, who knows? Yeah, close enough. Well, let's look it up. The Invincibles record. Now I'm curious. Unbeaten in their 38 league matches. Okay, so yeah, it's full season. Makes 126 sense. drew 12. That makes sense, though. It's a lot of draws. Was, uh, I, I, yeah. I mean, no I feel like I would have known... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would have known more about the uh, league if it's less than 20. Right. Been 20 for a long time, I think. Yeah, and that was in 03, 04. When I think of the Invincibles, I'm thinking, like, I don't know why I think, like, early 90s. Right, yeah. No, it, it feels, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I, I'm still, like, it's like that syndrome, like, of, like, a, um, like a lot of, like, uh, millennials, when you ask them, like, how long, like, 40 years ago right. it was, it's like, oh, that was, like, 1960, and yeah, it's like, no, no, it was 1980, bro. <laughs> like, it's not how yeah. math works. Yeah. I think, too, for me, at least, it's, like, early like we weren't following back then so right. like anything anything prior to when I was following was like yeah it could have been any year yeah. yeah I mean I guess if I think about it like the players on there I'm like oh yeah that makes sense but 
I don't think about it. But. No, definitely not a thought that comes <laughs> into my head all the time. Like, yeah, I just wonder about the Invincibles. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was thinking we just run down the table. We yeah. kind of alternate back and forth. And what, uh, given a, a quick rundown. Uh, I'll start since Man City, you know, top, <laughs> top of the table. As Jurgen Klopp would, would want everyone to know, uh, Manchester City has a game in hand uh, above the. Uh, and they had 18 months off. Last couple of years, right? Um, right. So they're really well rested. <laughs> Three, four months off. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it you know, City's been flying high. A uh, defensive record has stayed extremely strong. They've given up three goals in the past, like, 15 or 16 matches. Uh, That's fucking wild. One was an own goal. One was a penalty this weekend. The other one was, like, a, an actual goal. They were up 3 nothing at the time, though, from, in, versus the Chelsea game. So it's been... Diaz and, and Stonesy back there have been absolutely uh, ridiculous. Uh, Diaz, obviously, I think is the, the main cog, but Stones has been in, in great form. Um, can't take away from him. And it, it's also been uh, interesting to see. Uh, actually, I thought it this Sunday, and then The Athletic put a piece out of it uh, two days ago, so I should probably be writing for them. But um, <laughs> they've been playing at almost a back three. Uh, at least in possession, uh, with Cancelo and uh, or Zinchenko, uh, one of the backs. Um, they either when Walker's out there, it's more Cancelo playing left back and him dropping into midfield. Uh, when Zinchenko and Cancelo are out there, it's kind of a mix. Whoever, whatever side the ball's on, they drop into the center back position, and then the other wing back will go and play more of a defensive mid in there with Rodri, uh, which has allowed. Gundogan to push up, which has been giving uh, great results. I think he has nine in the last 11 games, so on a great run of form. He missed the penalty on Sunday, but he scored two after that to make up for it. So um, just been, you know, a couple tweaks here and there from Pep, and they're back flying high. Uh, they're not still not scoring at the same pace, but they're doing enough. Their deep, defense has been playing so well that, you know, if you get a, a goal, it feels like there's a good chance going to win. When we get the second goal, it's like, okay, we got it in the bag. So, um, that must be a nice feeling to experience. It is. Um, and it also feels more sustainable, uh, than, you know, some past years when, at least in Europe, I think, um, I mean, we'll see when, once they start to advance, but I think there's been times in Europe where we weren't able to break down defenses, which happens in, in the league too, but you get one, nothing goal or, or one nothing lead and then in Europe with the just only two legs that, that can backfire pretty quickly so having that strong defense um, really I think sets us up for, for Champions League as well. Yeah definitely definitely a benefit that's for, that's for fucking sure um, and yeah I mean that really is most of the problems most of the year you just can't score yourself into a Champions League win right. in general right. generally speaking yeah Especially I mean, when, like, technically it's possible, right. yes, but... <laughs> when you look, like, a couple of years ago uh, versus Liverpool, when we had to come back from the two-goal deficit, they end up putting, like, seven attackers out there or whatever ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, it looked, the, the positioning. Um, so, they've been flying high uh, with Kevin on the on the sideline, too, is, is definitely nice. Uh, Foden's been playing extremely well um, up, up top, and that's, you know... And uh, obviously, Gundogan's in a rich vein of form. So very rich, very rich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that was a pretty good overview of City. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, that was a nice, succinct breakdown. Um, any worries for you besides the Foden? No, yeah, I... and that's not even necessarily like a worry. It's just like I guess a, 
he's been doing well, so we'll see how he keeps doing. Right, yeah. I mean, in, obviously, uh, Aguero still hasn't come back, so we'll see. Uh, once Aguero and, and De Bruyne come back, if there's maybe some issues with rotation and, and not getting players time um, or, or benching the wrong guys, Mara still seems to start a lot. Um, less than before, but still. But I think, I mean, the biggest thing is, I mean, it looks very sustainable, obviously, but this year anything could go wrong. There could be another COVID outbreak. Um, you know, they could have players miss, or they could just be just um, with the match congestion, people could just fall apart. doesn't look like it from, I mean, they've been congested for the past two months. They've had, I think they had nine in January and eight in, in February they're going to have. So it's uh, been a long, uh, a long season already. Uh, but as the season wears on, we'll, we'll see. Uh, even I think last year or two years ago, Kevin DeBoyne was talking about how you, you feel good for maybe the first 25% of the games, and then you just feel okay for 50, and then the last 25, you kind of just feel like shit the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, with a shortened offseason and, and the congestion, you know, that's that's Congestion issue. along with internationals. Right. It's just wild this year. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they're still playing those is just fucking Internet, ridiculous. yeah, international is insane. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I've been reading certain teams are not allowing players to, to travel because they're, there's – which it makes sense. The UK has like travel bans to certain countries, right? And or those countries have travel bans from uh, the UK. So it'll be interesting to see what what happens. Uh, I mean, going forward. Brazil's a terrible country for that. So yeah. I mean, I know Richarlison will put out some tweet about how he's crying that he right. can't make it, but I would much rather he cry and be alive in the UK Correct. than go back to Brazil and Bolsonaro land and end up getting COVID. Yeah, that would be tough. And then bringing it back to Everton. Yeah. And everyone gets it. <laughs> right. And then you kill my beautiful Colombian that I also hate. But right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, okay. So next on the table, Man U. Yeah. Uh, a shocking second. Yeah. We were very wrong. <laughs> very, very wrong. I mean, we were right in the beginning, but they really, <laughs> really turned it around. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, uh, their, their form has wavered a bit as of late uh you have the 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 two one loss to sheffield united on uh, the 27th of jan um and then you draw arsenal but then you know the whole southampton poor right. southampton, poor like, southampton. Just once a year just total implosion yeah i think uh, someone was saying there's uh, there's been three total nine zeros in, in the premier league and southampton and their manager have been two of them yeah just <laughs> crazy just, uh, just classic. Um, so in that particular game, you have two reds uh, for Southampton. Uh, Jankowitz in the second minute, not going to help you. No. Nope. Uh, but if this were football manager, Southampton would have right. won. Right. Because um, that second red at 86, I mean, you're already up by two at that point. So, yeah, right. you know, that second red really only loses you a goal. Right. Um, or it might even gain you one. You never know. That that that, that swift counterattack. Um, but that was not a good call second red didn't Terrible. see it yeah Martial stopped went, watching that Martial point. went down before he got there Mike Dean did Mike Dean things and, shocking uh, uh, you know Mike Dean's not refing this weekend yeah, because but, of the death threats by his own request though he well, should yeah. he should not be refing because of that fucking red card he gave him the West Ham <laughs> game it was embarrassing yeah he um yikes yeah yikes yikes he's he's just not good he's just right. he's just not good in any way whatsoever um I mean to be fair, though, death threats, 
No, in, in no way yeah. reasonable in any yeah. situation. Him in and, no way yeah. would we justify that. Him and his family. So his, yeah. Oh, yeah, his yeah. His family has nothing to do with this. It's all about Mike Dean being <laughs> Not that I'm okay with get Mike Dean getting death threats, but I'm just clarifying, you know. It's fucked up. Right, But, uh, right, but yeah. he's a terrible rap, and he shouldn't be a rap. But... Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, not Also, uh, I, didn't, I didn't read the article because I couldn't give it two shits about Mike Dean's personal life, but did you know that he uh, caddies for women's golf in his spare time? What? Yeah, apparently Mike Dean caddies like, for women's golf. In his... No, I don't, I okay, don't know okay. what, what I think question. it's an amateur. I was going to say, that 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 makes it worse. Yes. Because Weirder, yes. I was going to ask you, I was going to be like, it, but by amateur, do you mean like Mike Dean goes down to the local country club and just like sits in like the bag area and waits for like some rich Englishman to come up and be like, yo, Mike Dean, my caddy for the day. Or is like Mike Dean, like I'm like the amateur LPGA, like with some like 16 year old girl being like, you know, if you go into the front left of the green here, you can really play that hill, you know, if you just use the five iron from here. Uh, so I guess it is, I think, professional. He, uh, he was caddy for two-time European Tour winner Stacy Peters back in 2017, and he caddied in the British Open this, well, this is back in Wait, 2018. Wait, so, so what you're telling me is that Mike Dean is clearly a better caddy than yes. a referee. Yes. And he should probably stick to that. Yes. And Maybe then, try making a run into the, into the men's tour <laughs> Getting yeah. that big caddy money in America. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man, that's that's just funny. Because I would definitely picture him being a better caddy. Yeah, than, oh, yeah. Than a referee. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then one of uh, Man United's most recent games, uh, a thriller. Uh, it really was. <laughs> yeah. 3-3. Uh, three, three. It was... Um, it, it, I will say this, uh, Everton did not deserve a point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not even a little bit. Right. Like, we had chances, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, we had yeah. other chances in the game. Like, realistically, we probably could have, like, five or six goals, but we also could have let in about ten. Right. So, um, yeah, it was just, it was very disheartening to watch pretty much the whole game. Yeah. Um, it's really funny for me, as in, well, we'll talk about this when we get over to Everton, so we'll skip over this for now. But Manchester United look good. They look like a team that's at the top of the table. But even when Manchester United looks like shit, they come to Goodison Park and they fucking wreck right. us. So right. um, Everton's in a very weird spot. So I, I don't, I like, it's hard to say exactly how Manchester United looks because they're playing shit. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the last the last, four And then they, games... beat, they followed up by beating West Ham. So, right, yeah, and then you know, too, so in extra time. So it's like the past four league games, they've had I think two draws, a win, and a loss. So um, two draws, two wins. Two draws, two wins. Okay. Oh, league games. Sorry, yes, two yeah. draws, uh, win, and a loss. So they've I, I, they've been playing pretty well still. Um, Cavani has been good for them. Um, Martial has been not good for them. I think. He, I mean, no. he had a little run where he had some points, but Cavani seems to be Cavani's first league. choice yeah, at exactly. the number nine. So um, you know, I I just don't think they have the staying power like i think they'll be up there but uh for the most part um i don't i don't think they're really going to challenge city too much i think it's kind of cities to lose oh it's definitely i would and yeah i wouldn't say that they would challenge city but i think that depend i think it all kind of depends on how Cavani holds up right, for the yeah, rest of the season because yeah. i mean he's doing very well right now but obviously you know he's a bit older like he was 
kind of brought in with the idea of it being more like squad depth. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously his movement is just so great and he's so good at just, um, just the one touch passing, feeding it off once he gets it up in front, holding the ball up, like really every aspect of his game is so strong that, I mean, you kind of got to play him. But yeah. And then Fernandez obviously has been huge for them, um, where it's good. I could see him, you know, not, not that he's going to go down, but I feel like he's he has probably been the, looking as great lately. Yeah, yeah, he's still been decent, though. Like, and, he had the uh, good goal against Everton, but even in that game where yeah. I thought Manchester United were dominant, I thought he was one of the worst players yeah, on their team. Okay, that's interesting. So I've been, I didn't, I'm not disagreeing or agreeing, but I feel like other games I've watched, it's been how well Bruno's playing is how well the rest of the team plays. Okay, well, that's part. fair. I mean, um, I haven't watched a ton of Manchester yeah. United, but at least in, in, in a couple of the matches that I've seen, yeah. he's been just turning he's the ball over a he's lot. Definitely, like he's, I think his form's dip, but if you look at Man U's form, their form's also dip. Right. So I do think that that's fair. You know, playing a role at the very least. And then if he goes down with injury, I don't know what they do. So. Now that we're done with that, I guess we'll just, should we go through like the top five kind of a little more thoroughly and then just kind of, yeah. Scan through the rest. Or... Yeah, that's good with me. So I mean, Leicester. Um, Leicester would be next. They've been, they've been okay. They've up and down. Like yeah. it seems like everyone in the league this year has been that kind of like eh, up and yeah. down. Well, I, they they're having a tough time right now with Vardy out. I think. Yeah, uh, as they're for sure big thing. A uh, couple draws in there, uh, but I mean, yeah, they definitely don't look the same without him up top. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they've been playing pretty well defensively, uh, which is good for them. Except that the Leeds game. Penny Bamford, you know, it's only so much you can do to stop him. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> he'd, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, though, uh, they've been playing well, I think. Uh, but, you know, they are keeping pace, but I don't know. They've kind of had an up and down season where they. Yeah, you I could see them. Slow. Yeah, you could see them staying in the Champions League, but oh, yeah. I don't think you'll any see any kind of title push out right. of Leicester yeah. City. I mean, because looking at looking at their schedule going forward, I mean, you've got Europa League duties too, right. and you 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 imagine they're going to beat Slavia Praha, <laughs> so you you imagine that they'll at least move into the you know, the round of sixteen. And with Leicester City's quality, you kind of expect them to at least go to you know the yeah, quarter semifinals. Yeah. Um, but going forward to end the season, I mean, their schedule doesn't look incredibly difficult so i mean theoretically they could make a run but then you look at their last three weeks and you go united chelsea Tottenham. so it's like even if they do like so if we're looking at the schedule it goes they play liverpool next actually that's okay yeah Maybe we'll get those loanies in at center back and whatever uh or is, is ben is davies a center back or is he a left back like whenever I played football manager, he was not a center back. Yeah, I but... think I think in like I think his primary position, quote unquote, is left back. But he's been playing can deputize it. Yeah. Can gotcha. So, but he's more of a center back than Jordan Henderson. Let's say that much. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, they play Arsenal. They have a, a a bit of an easier patch then with Brighton, Sheffield, Burnley, um, but then you hit City, and I mean even. That point in the city beat us five two last time, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm joking. I just it's feel not like joking. it's fact, but I, I don't right. expect that to be the same. City squad is just so deep, and right. they're able to rotate so consistently that you'd imagine at that point of the season they 
I don't know. I just I just would imagine them crushing Leicester. But I also imagine them crushing every team. So. Right, right. And they don't win by like three. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> What's happening? This is odd. Um, all right. Um, who's next? Liverpool? Liverpool? Looking like buns? Yeah. They've been finally falling back. Having a rough run of things. I mean, they, they looked like they maybe righted the ship uh, a couple of weeks ago versus um, West Ham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they beat them 3-1 uh, after beating Tottenham 3-1 the week before. So it was like, okay, we're getting a little run of things. Right, so back on track type deal. That's after losing to Burnley. In, right, in and drawing United. Drawing United, yeah. Um, and losing, losing to Southampton. Southampton. <laughs> so they lose, yeah. to start, to and drawing start, Newcastle. Uh, right, so going back to, I mean, I guess this one we can go back to the last game we talked about. We talked about the, the 7-0 Crystal Palace beat mm-hmm. down. But then it goes, yeah. they draw West Brom. Not good. <laughs> yeah, definitely not ideal. They draw Newcastle. Not good. They lose to Southampton, which at the time looked like not good, but not terrible. Southampton been flying right. high. Right. Um, but then in the league, at least, they tie Manchester United, which, again, never okay. pleasing for Liverpool fans. Right. Never, never pleasing, but they're both, they were both top size at the time, you know. And you lose to Burnley, who is a relegation candidate. Not in the relegation zone, but definitely a candidate. Everton don't even lose to Burnley. Right, right. <laughs> then you lose, or then you you maybe righted the ship towards the end of January. It looks like Liverpool, you crush Tottenham 3-1, crush West Ham 3-1. It's um, the start of Tottenham's bad yeah, patch, really. Yeah, really. Uh, and then, then you come back against Brighton, and you lose one nothing to Brighton. Yeah, that hurts. Which is just tough. And... It's really as if the FM gods were right. channeling themselves into that game. Yeah, and I mean, if you look at their their runs um, at that point too, they obviously they have issues at center back, but they besides Jota who's been out and Mane missed a couple of games, their attack is is in is together and they're scoring one or zero goals most right. of the game. So it's right. like it's and, not... and if you look at the stats against Brighton, they yeah. have eleven shots total, which is less than Brighton. Thirteen right. shots for Brighton. And they only have one shot on target in that game terrible. that they lose. Yeah. And Brighton has four. Right. With thirty six percent possession. Like that is wild. Yeah. And uh and then we come to this past weekend and Manchester City just tells them to sit the fuck down. Yes, which was very pleasing. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it was a little bit less pleasing for me because NBC is like uh, king of all cunts. Yeah, it was a little uh, tough for me too, but not, not terrible. Yeah, well, it was so bad for me going into halftime. Like, every minute and a half, my TV, because I, I found that the best way to run it was running it through my TV. Okay, yeah. the Roku. Yeah. So I was watching through Roku, and every minute and a half, just black. That's, yeah. Black. Yeah, see, so mine just like... Black. You're just like, uh, well, give me a spin. And then... The annoying part is it'll give me the spin like every once every couple minutes or whatever, and then it'll it'll say I'm live, but then I'll but get, then it all of a sudden it'll like jump ahead right like or two minutes, yeah, yeah or I'll get an update from like Forza that I you know that someone scored and it's like five minutes in the future I was yeah. like I don't think I'm live right, right. <laughs> but I can't go live but nobody says I'm live yeah NBC honestly I I sent a a, a complaint email into them yeah. and I said I know you're not going to do anything about this but I just want you to know that I'm really rooting for ESPN when the bidding rights come up for Premier yeah. League football again because I would pay double what I pay you 
to ESPN because I know the feed would work right. And that's the, like, the thing I found out the other day is they're getting rid of NBCSN. Yeah. I assume they're putting everything on Peacock. Yeah. But that's annoying. Yeah. I mean, well, at Peacock least Peacock has a little slow. bit more reliability yeah, than NBCSN. I still have some issues, but it's definitely not it's, as bad. So. It's, it's, yeah, it's about half as bad. Right. You cut the, you up the reliability by about 50%. Yeah. So still pretty shitty, right, right. but just not ultra shitty. Um, oh yeah, so Liverpool's been shit. Uh, goes from an F to a D plus. Jurgen's been showing him to be a real dickhead. He's uh, he's been complaining a lot. Yeah. That, that, I just I love Pep's response to him. Yeah, though. Yeah. It's like I'll have to show him the schedule. I didn't think he was one of these coaches that right. make excuses. Right. Yeah. Which which like depending on how you uh, like at least from what I've read, I, I didn't really follow him. At uh, Porsche's Dortmund, but people are saying no. He's always been one of these coaches. Like when things don't go well for him, like he's like you know. I feel like people are like, oh, the facade of him being like a fun guy is is falling or whatever. I was like, no, he just like is a fun guy, but also is a little bit of a dick. Like yeah. that's how yeah. that's how people work. Like you can be both. Personalities aren't unilateral. Also, the idea that like, oh, it's coming out now. He literally blamed the fucking grass and the wind for a loss <laughs> last season against I City. Remember so like, that. that was wild. So, like, what do you really, uh, you know, really is this really new? But it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, they suck. Um, <laughs> hopefully. Very pleasing. Oh yeah. Uh, the other weekend, uh, I, I forget what the exact results were, but it was like. I think it might have been the Brighton weekend where, like, Liverpool lost, yeah. like, United, like, lost or draw, and then Arsenal lost or draw. So right. I just sent Eugene, a friend of ours, is a fan of all three teams somehow. So I sent him a text that was like, bad weekend for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, also, trying to have TAA, one of my good predictions. He's been shit. Like, yeah. He, the teams know how to stop him now, which is just by playing narrow forcing him inside because he's a great crosser but you can't cross the ball and he doesn't really have another thing to do and right. he's been very exposed defensively with uh, obviously you know it's tough not having one of the world's best defenders inside you right but, right to rely um, on it's he's been very very poor defensively on a couple goals you just you see it's like he just doesn't run back enough. uh so he sucks good talent scout good talent yeah um <laughs> Too bad this doesn't transfer over into football manager. You know, I actually haven't played really at all yeah. since the since the last time we played. Oh. I've just been playing. Uh, I got back into Civ a little bit because yeah. uh, Eugene wanted to learn, so I figured I'd teach him the oh, ways. Nice. Um, and Mallory's been bugging me for a while to get like a game going with her and Tom. So I was like, if I get a game going with her and Tom and Eugene, then they might have a chance against me. Wow. So. I mean, you, 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 you say wow, but when I texted Tom that, he said, still no chance. <laughs> he was like, only if you start in Tundra, Tundra or Desert. Right. And he was like, and even then, man. <laughs> I was like, you know, I am the GOAT. Yep. Anyways, uh, fifth place in the Premier League. <laughs> Chelsea. Yeah, uh, they've been Chelsea. I mean, they've been better uh, since Lampard is out. Well, I mean, Tons. new manager bump. Yeah. So, and plus, Tuchel's, you know, good, better. An actual manager. Yeah. Like, actually actually had, like, like experience yeah, before getting a job. Wasn't just, like, a former player. Right. Did you see that the game after Frank was fired, they still had a, for, like, forever behind Frank or something? No. <laughs> like, banner in the stands. That's, that's too funny. Yeah, I thought forever. it was great. Forever 
subscriber means forever. Forever, forever. But yeah, I mean they uh, they've been up and down. They haven't had any cra- they the biggest game obviously they they got crushed by Arsenal. That was mm-hmm. shocking. Uh, that three one loss back in in December on Boxing yep. Day. Um, but then after that, it was it's been pretty expected results. I mean, I guess Leicester beating them is a little surprising, but not really how this season's yeah. going. Um, and then they they tie Wolves uh, nil nil, but get the job done against uh, Burnley. Yeah, they've got they've got a good chance at maintaining their Champions yeah. League position. Yeah, um, um, just kind of. Well, I mean, you know, their season schedule doesn't look excellent, but as long as they can take care of the games that they should take care of, uh, and that I include Everton. In that right is, um, I mean, Everton are, are, are obviously way better than they've been, but I still think that Chelsea is the dearth of talent compared to Everton. So right. they still should handle that. Um, so as long as they handle what they should handle, they should make it in the Champions League. But this is the season where that won't happen, probably. Right, so, yeah, it's definitely possible. And, yeah. I mean, with uh, Chelsea uh, also in the Champions League, currently uh, playing against Atletico Madrid, they could... I Tire them up? Could think I could see them getting past that, you know, but I still I could see them getting through. I could also see them not, um, so... Might be a benefit to them if they don't don't make it through. Right. Obviously not for their standing and everything, but if they're not going deep into the Champions League, and I'm sure they definitely would rather win the league in that case. Right, and uh, in the Champions League, Manchester City is. Um, so obviously, you see could see Menu going deep into the Europa League. Mm-hmm. So that's possible uh, for sure. And Leicester as well. So you could just have tired out teams at the top. Um, and Chelsea able to overtake a couple of them at least finish top four. I love seeing the uh, two games in hand that Everton have. Right. It's so nice to see that. Yeah. Just It could be six points. Could It'll be. probably be two <laughs> two to four. Give them six. Just, just count it every time. You're like, oh, you know, they're actually third. They're going to get six. That puts them at 43. Um, one of those will be a win against City. Right. So then City will be sitting at 53. Right. Um, so that means we only have 10 points to make up from a prediction to become true uh, by the end of the season. Although they only have one game in hand against City. City has a game right, in hand. Right, right. But, but, the, uh, but the one game in hand the City has is Everton. Okay. So yeah. so I get so their game in hand, they'd be losing. Right. Oh, gosh. So, right. But, uh, yeah, so three points. Yeah. I, I definitely did the math wrong. Right. But, but it, it's whatever. It's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Seven points, ten points, yeah. it doesn't matter. They're not going to actually make it up. It's a fool's right. dream. But um, it's it's, um, it's gonna happen, right? Just just because I said so. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I guess kind of speed up and, and rip through the rest. I, we'll go a little more in depth on everything, obviously. Yeah, I can um, go a little bit more of a review on. But next, we got West Ham in, in sixth. They uh, have been having not too great of a run. Recently. They just seem moisy. They're just they're like they're like yeah. Everton when. Moyes was manager of Everton. Like, right. Good enough to be close to the top, but not really at the top. Yeah. They'll surprise you sometimes, but yeah. they play compact. They yeah. play, you know, they take advantage of what they can't take advantage of. I like, mean, for, for them, it's a great, I think it's a, it's a great season oh, so far. Yeah, um, a huge improvement. It's just, it, they've not shot themselves in the foot too bad. I mean, obviously they get a red card versus West Ham, end up drawing nil-nil, but... Me that versus Fulham. Fulham, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> West Ham. It's okay. That was a ridiculous, stupid red card at 95th minute. So it was really it was just a nail-nil draw. 
um, which was tough. Uh, Mike Dean doing Mike Dean things. <laughs> uh, West Ham fans doing West Ham fan things, giving him death threats. Yeah. So, uh, it's what, what does West Ham do? They, uh, they're anti-Semitic and they give you death threats. Those are the two things. Oh, and, and racism. Right. But yeah. uh, they've done what other teams haven't done this year, and they've taken care of business against the, the lower teams, like Crystal Palace, West Brom, Burnley. Had a nice run against you know lower half of the table uh, teams, and, and they've won most of those games, which are all of those games, which is good for them. Um, I think they're going to probably stick between fourth and eighth. Um, I don't see – I don't – think they're gonna end up fourth or fifth and, and qualify for champions league but um this would be the season where it would happen um with you know Tottenham, arsenal chelsea all looking not great so we'll we'll see yeah um uh, well next up everton um everton have been interesting because they go at the start of the season um just really like free-flowing attacking football and you kind of get in the middle of the season where we're more compact. We're sitting in like two banks of four, uh, kind of transferring that into a 4-3-3, sometimes sitting in the 4-4-2. Uh, kind of depends on the week. Uh, but then it's just, it's just really inconsistency uh, towards the uh, the more recent part of the season. Um, you have, let's see, we'll go back to... Where were we before? So we had already gotten past there. So we lose to... Um, we win against Sheffield United. Should happen. Uh, 1-0, if I remember that game properly. Um, it was actually pretty, uh, like, a way tighter of a, an affair that you than you would like facing right. Sheffield United. Right. Um, well, this season is Sheffield United. Yeah. Maybe not last season's, but this season's. Um, then we lose to West Ham 1-0 in just a horrendous game. Just watching some of these have been just, like, you want to gouge your eyes out. Uh, win against Wolves, a so- another solid, like, compact hit on the break. Um, we're really seeing some great improvements from uh, Alex Awobi, uh, to the point where I even question whether or, or not he should start over James on a regular basis if James isn't playing in some type of advanced midfield role, uh, just because not only does is he great with the ball at his feet, but he's more uh, north-south. There's a lot more... Um, there might not be as much skill, but there's more effort and energy put into the performance and a lot more tracking back. Um, then we you, you beat up on Sheffield Wednesday in the FA Cup. I mean, that, that should happen. Like it's, that's, just, that's just a result that, that you should definitely see. Uh, then we go to Leicester 1-1. Now, here's where you start seeing the inconsistency really creeping back up again. So Everton get their first goal, uh, a beautiful strike. Hamas uh, comes on the ball outside of the box uh, at the 18, uh, shifts the ball from his left foot to his right foot. You're thinking, okay, maybe he takes a shot here, but he's probably going to miss it, send it wide. He just perfectly curls the ball into the right-hand uh, corner of the net. It goes off the post and in. Uh, Everton are really controlling, like, Leicester City may have had more possession, but the possession isn't really leading to anything during that match. Uh, you're really seeing Everton kind of control the flow of the game. They're playing how they want to play. And then it comes to the 67th minute where after some Leicester City pressure, a uh, pressure that really hasn't culminated in anything more than a shot from a tight angle at that point, and you have, after a corner, uh, Yuri Tiel- Tielemans uh, throwing a shot on that that, uh, I mean, 
Pickford should just stop, plain and simple. Um, I remember texting you after that happened yeah. and just being like, that was just bad. Yep. Like, it just lost us three points there. Yep. So you lose two points there. Uh, our next match, we lose against Newcastle. Do nothing. Which, it was just so bad. It was just, it was one of those classic Everton performances where they just looked disinterested, uh, back and forth, along the back line, like the old U.S. men's national team. Uh, just, just like, one of those performances that you would have really expected to see out of a, out of a silver Coleman squad that, um, that have been doing really poorly. Uh, because the, the goal that Callum Wilson gets in the 73rd minute off of a corner, um, how, how to explain this? He... Before half, slightly before halftime, they did the exact same free like free kick routine from a corner, right. and they got the exact same result just with the ball two feet wider outside of the net. Um, so for Everton to not have any kind of response to that, to have sixty one percent of the possession, still get three shots on target, have no goals, like it was just really disheartening to see that. Uh, they follow that up with a strong win at Leeds, a team that you really feel like Everton really don't match up well against. Mm-hmm. Because Leeds, even though they aren't the same skill level, they play a lot like Liverpool with the high press, um, getting on you as soon as they lose the ball, and that's just something that Everton don't tend to deal with very well. Uh, but Hamas really kind of... Was he in the end of the game? No, he wasn't. I fucking didn't even ask. Um, Gilfie with the first goal um, off of off of a cross, just kind of sneaks in, gets it at, at the back post, and then Calvert-Lewin uh, off the set piece, which is where Everton get the majority of their goals at this point. Right. Um, they're, they're like the league leaders in set piece goals. Uh, I want to say Mina flicks it on to the far post where Calvert-Lewin can just easily tap it home. Um, one of the things that has been worrying me is that there, before that, like Calvert-Lewin was on a six-match or seven-match dry run in the league and it just seems to me that unless he is created for like uh there is no chance for him to get goals right and and you know in a lot of cases that's fine like you want a one touch finisher totally no problem i don't have a problem with that we get him the the touches that he needs he'll score but in in my opinion if i were a manager i would like my striker to do more than just that. Right. Like you need to be able to hold the ball. You need to be able to help us get into the position to where we can feed you those chances. Um, And he just hasn't been very good at that. Um, A lot of heavy touches with his back and that, um, not, not, you know, not flicking it onto himself with his head anymore. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He got fucking wrecked by a keeper last time he tried that though. So yeah, maybe that's why he doesn't do it as much. Right. Right. Um, well, he's, he's been trying to do it, but right. it just has to come off. Still concussed. But then, um, you know, he's but then he, you know, he comes up big in, in the last game that we play against United. I mean, like we were talking, like we kind of various brief, very briefly touched on before. Uh, Man United, the whole game is just just really destroying Everton possession uh, chances. Just Olsen doesn't look very good, uh, especially on that last goal from McTominay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, like, floating header from so far out. Yeah, he, he just gets his feet tangled and falls over. But apparently, uh, according to, if you talk to Roma fans or uh, fans of Serie A at all, uh, apparently that's a very common thing for Olsen. His feet get confused. Right. The, the, the brain-to-foot connection is not uh, strong enough in Robin Olsen for his feet to know exactly what he wants them to yeah. do. I mean, if that is an issue for him, I, I think 
does make sense. Could have been a footwork thing. When I watched it, it looked like his foot just slipped, which was, mm. you know, it happens every once in a while, but it definitely could have. You're much more apt to slip if you have bad footwork. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or you yeah, step if you caught his own foot on the way over. Or yeah. Whatever. Um, but, you know, the essentially, whenever we have an Everton game that's wrapped by John Moss, um, John Moss is a very confusing referee to me because a lot of the game I think, you know, John Moss is doing a decent job. Right. Like, John Moss is getting his fat ass out of the way. Yes. And then there's, like, a period for, like, 15, 20 minutes where John Moss is continually in the fucking right. way. And the new rules are, if you're in the fucking way, you jump out of the way. It causes a player to lose momentum and then, therefore, lose the ball. That's your fault, John. There were, like, three different instances. Maybe, if I could, I, no, I think more like four or five, where this happened to not just Everton, but to right. Manchester United. And I'm just watching it. I'm just so fucking frustrated. I'm like, John. Get out of the way, you fat piece of shit. Like, you were doing so well, and now you just have, like, this 15-minute spell where you're a moron. You're in the way. You're making terrible calls because you're trying to get out of the way, and you're not in position. It's just like... John Mosh just confuses me because I want to like him. I really want to like him, but I kind of don't, but I kind of do. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate him. I think think he's a pretty good ref when he is in the right position and can see the play. The problem is he spends most of the time in the center circle, which yeah. is not ideal uh, for, for a Premier League referee. So uh, I'm sure there's some sort of fitness test you have to take. I don't know how John Moss. <laughs> I don't know how John Moss. John Moss. Just, it'd be really funny. You just look at him like a month before. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like full Eden Hazard after the break, like, like cheeseburgered out. And then all of a sudden, like a month later, like, John Moss looking like fucking Thor Love and Thunder, like just jacked as fuck for the fitness test. And then you just cut to John Moss a half hour after the fitness test, and he's just like inside of McDonald's with like eight Big Macs in hey, front of him. Seems like the most likely at this point. <laughs> That's what I picture in my head. Yeah. Just super ripped, like six pack, like I will break your neck, John Moss, and then a half hour later. He no longer has a six-pack because he's already halfway through the McDonald's supply in the one McDonald's store that he's been to. He's just sitting there just ordering burger. Disgusting. It's like um, like in movies where alcoholics are like, make sure this drink is always filled. Right. It's like, if you see this burger <laughs> getting low, you better fucking bring me another one. <laughs> uh, that's gross. I yeah, mean, you know, I mean, sometimes you gotta you uh, eat your heart out. Ended up getting a point. From that game, which was... A miracle. A miracle, yeah. Literally the last kick. Yeah. Like, um, the, uh, Robin Olsen really redeemed himself, because if you look at the replay, he shoves Harry Maguire <laughs> forward to make sure that Dom is onside. Nice. So the only reason Dom is onside is because Robin gives him a little shove. A little shove. Nice. And I was like, you know what? You, you gotta do what you gotta do to make up for that nice. mistake. You know? Found it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, pleased about that. Looking forward to the Everton match. It's going to be taking, for, uh, taking place in about 50 minutes. Yeah. Uh, cause we haven't won silverware for like, you know, almost 20 years. FA Cup playing Tottenham, right? Who, uh, yep. easily, easily, uh, transitions into eighth place Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, they've not been playing very well. No. At, at all. Not, a, not as a I think, if we're being honest, I mean, I guess hindsight's twenty twenty, but I, I'm not surprised. No. Because... Kane and Son were playing at such an insane level. It, so it, it like three goals a match yeah, or something like that. Between should two. have known that it wasn't going to be 
it was it couldn't be held up for an entire season. Well, especially with how season. Jose plays. Right, exactly. Like, it's just yeah. like if it were another manager, maybe if Kane stays right. healthy, which right. is a big if. Which is a big if. But but that's I mean that was kind of like the way Jose was playing was was helping them in a way at the same time like you get a draw the way he plays with their team which is what's kind of been happening or they've been losing one nothing. Fucking Brighton has been on a tear, taking down top sides. Uh, another one nil over over them, and a couple bad draws against uh, Fulham. And I mean, I guess Wolves isn't that bad of a draw, but you know, dropping points that when you're supposedly supposed to be pushing for a Champions League, champ, Champions League, if not the title. And I think they probably have, you know, if we look two months ago, you would say that they at least had a shot. You know, right. Chelsea was playing for the. City was in like seventh at that point. Liverpool mm-hmm. had their injury problems, um, but they've just really fallen off. Uh, yes, yeah, substantially. That's not good. Losing to Chelsea, losing to Brighton, uh, but maybe righted the ship a little bit. Son and Kane both got goals this yeah. past weekend, but it's also West Brom. Kane did so. come back from injury, so I mean, right. it's Like, um, I, I mean, I don't see. So, listening to the Everton podcast that I pay for each month through Patreon, um. They they bring on people from other like podcasts that are writers for, right. usually for like certain teams in England, and um, according to the Tottenham uh, quote unquote expert, uh, I don't know what his I don't remember what his qualifications are. Um, they are really going to be going all out in this FA Cup game. Like, oh, Tottenham yeah. fans sure, expect yeah. them to get a trophy this yeah. year. Like they're obviously not going to do anything in the league, so. Um, they they really expect uh, Jose to perform here. So if Kane plays, I'm definitely nervous. Yeah. And if Hamas plays and Kane plays, I think we're fucked. Right. Um, because we're just not gonna have enough defense and Hamas coming off a calf injury. But um, I think this that'll be an interesting game coming up. And then their game against City. I mean, right. let's be real. They probably they're probably not gonna score a goal. I, I don't and know. And if they do, they I mean they could. Tottenham's like a weird kryptonite to City. It have been for a couple of years now. So, okay. Uh, it, Maybe for my prediction, then I'll. I'll I'll choose Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, so I could definitely see that happening, but I don't, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say they're going to. I still think City will win, but the City's obviously in much better form. But All right, so let's try to be a little quicker going through the rest of this stuff. Um, Aston Villa, um, they're doing okay, but some surprising results recently. Um, you don't really expect them to lose 3-1 to West Ham. You don't definitely don't expect them to lose 3-2 to Burnley. Um, and you don't expect Burnley to get three uh, across against mostly any side, right. uh, let alone Aston. I mean, I know Aston Villa's defense is not excellent. That was one of the things when they were initially starting off the season. Um, but, I mean, but. But, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's Burnley. It's, Burnley. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a tough look, for sure. Okay, uh, next we got Leeds. You want to go over that? Yeah, Leeds have been playing uh, quite well. Um, I mean, 10th, is I think, is exactly where I had them. Going into the season as you know, overperformance, but nothing crazy. Uh, Patrick Bamford's been in a, a rich vein of form. He's got like twelve goals and four assists this season. Um, you know, so he's he's playing well. He's being their top guy. Jack Harrison on loan from City's been playing quite well as well. Um, defense has shored up a lot from their early like <laughs> five goals a game right. uh, they were giving up. So I think they'll stick around this spot. You know. Between, I don't think they're going to get much higher than tenth. Eighth would probably be the max, um, and I don't think they're, they're they're not in any real danger of relegation unless the wheels completely come off. 
got three game or I guess nine points away from the, the forty point mark, so or eight. So they, they, you know, I think they should be should be safe. Yeah, yeah, I, I would imagine. You you'd you'd hope. Um so next we got Arsenal. Just bumming around. Yeah. Um next Arsenal, bottom half of the table. Yeah. Uh I mean, honestly, like I don't really have that huge of an animosity for Arsenal. I don't, yeah, no. But did I want to see one of the big sides go down just yes. because of all the shit that's been going down? Right. Yes, I do. So honestly, I hope they bottom out further. Yeah. Uh, but they they lose to Villa recently, lose the Wolves 2-1, you get a red card in there for uh, <laughs> Louise, which is like shocker. Classic. Um, draw United, you beat Southampton, which is a decent result, beat Newcastle, shocker. Everyone beats Newcastle besides Everton. Um, and some shit teams. And Liverpool sometimes <laughs> for Newcastle. Um, and then before that, you got a win against West Brom, win against Brighton, win against Chelsea. So you go from this really strong vein of form um, after losing to Everton to flipping it right back around and being like, all right, we're shit again. Um, my question for you is, is how hot do you think the seat is for Arteta? I'm surprised it's not on fire. Right. Like, I, I'm I, shocked. I, I'm I'm pretty surprised Lampard. I mean, I'm not because if you look at the history, um, yeah, Chelsea is much Chelsea's less lenient much with less their managers. Yeah. But I'm still, I think Roman Lampard is not a fan. Yeah, of, uh, Lampard's been doing it, was doing a better job than Arteta. So, oh yeah, you know, it's very obviously clearly. Um, but they're gonna yeah, fire Arteta and just pick up Lampard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm shocked Arteta still has a job, uh, which is. Disappointing. I, I, I like him, but I just it was. Yeah. I think it was dumb for him to go to a top club at you know thirty five or whatever his first coaching well, position. So I think the the fact that he went to Arsenal is probably one of the problems, right? With Stan Kroenke and just yeah. like I, I like. Granted, I'm not very in tune with the higher up model at Arsenal, but no. when when it was just Wenger, like he was in charge of everything. Right. everything. And I don't think they still don't have like a head of football operations, right. which means Arteta is in charge of everything. And when you're signing Luis, right, and that's who you bring in at center back, then you're obviously destined to fail, right? Like right. you, like I don't understand how you how you got the job at 35 and how that's the decision that you made. Because I'm tw- shit, I'm not done 26. I was about to say I'm 25. I'm not 25. I'm 26. Have been for four months now. Yep, yep. It's been a little bit now. Um, it's pandemic, man. Um, and uh, and I definitely would not have been that stupid. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, I, he, he Douglas Louise is the the Mike Dean of uh, or the Anthony's <laughs> center backs. He just keeps getting these jobs. He's played for top clubs for ever his whole career. He, no one knows why he keeps failing ladder. Right, <laughs> he, like somehow he has like. Like the the white man ability to right. fail up slash fail laterally. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. <laughs> he's finally kind of failing down. It didn't look like it when he started there, but <laughs> due in part to him, it, it is it is down at this point. I, Going from Chelsea to Arsenal, watch him somehow end up on like PSG again. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Uh, Milan brings him in to be with Ibra next yeah. year. Somehow he ends up being like world class again at <laughs> Milan. Um, yeah, I don't have my phone in front of me. Yeah, I mean Arsenal's not playing well. I don't expect them to turn around. I think they're gonna fire Arteta soon, and then they might get a new manager bump to 
bring them up to eighth or ninth to end the season. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's, there's only nine points in between them and, and Chelsea at fifth, but I just don't see them doing anything, really. I mean, their next three matches are tough. You got Arsenal, Leeds, Arsenal, City, Arsenal, Leicester. Yeah, so, I mean, they've got tough. So probably lose all three of those, then be so just shell-shocked, you lose to Burnley. <laughs> then you got Tottenham, lose to Tottenham. And then just revolt. Right. You got West Ham, then Liverpool. You know, they, the, they could seven yeah, the, the stars are really in alignment for a, quite a bad run here. Because yeah. could, could you imagine if they lost all those games in Liverpool, and then all of a sudden you're playing Sheffield United and Fulham? Yeah, well, you're just, you're just <laughs> Fulham, the king of draws. Yeah, I would say that would be that would be a relegation battle. At that point. Right, right. Fulham is the king of draws this That's season, true. by the way, yeah. with nine of them. Nice. Um, two wins and nine draws, eleven losses. Doesn't get you a lot of points. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> uh, uh, are you managing Fulham from afar? I might be. I'm not. But I might be. Uh, okay, so next on the table, we got Southampton. Uh, mind you, the middle of the table is really packed. So, yeah, like, yeah, it's uh, very few points. You have, um, we'll we'll just just because we have to decide at some point. Uh, eighth is Tottenham, twenty two games played, thirty six points. Then you have Villa, twenty one games played, thirty five points. Then you have twenty two games played for Leeds, thirty two points. Twenty three games for Arsenal, thirty one points. And then it goes 29 points, 29 points, 27 points for Wolves at 14th, which is really surprising. So you have Southampton, which is surprising at 12th because of how well they were doing at the beginning of the season. We're not going to go over too much of the of the games at this point. Then you have Crystal Palace, which is about kind of where you expect them in like the 13th to 16th right. range. Still staying up, but not really being any kind of excellent. Wolves, surprising at 14th. Um, I mean, I know that you have like the the turnover going into the season, but that's pretty a pretty significant drop for a team yeah. that had kind of had become the best of the rest instead right. of Everton. Um, uh, they, them and Leicester kind of fighting it out for that. Um, although Leicester obviously above them. Um, then you have Brighton, uh, which is kind of a surprise. Brighton being up at fifteenth. Um, not too big. Obviously, they're not right. too far away from the bottom, but farther than I would have expected them to be, even though I might have predicted them to stay up, but I don't think that I did. Um, then you have Newcastle, Shocker, 16th. Right. Um, just looking bad. Yeah. Just, just awful. Just looking like Steve Bruce has no idea what he's doing. Right. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have anything, any idea what he's doing, because if he did, Callum Wilson would have about 50 goals. <laughs> the, past, and the past couple games, they have been playing uh, better, probably the past... Six weeks. Yeah, and granted, it's a very low bar. Right, but they're uh, not setting Premier League records right, for no, goals. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about actual Newcastle right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they they look like they could be in danger to go down. I don't think that anymore. Uh, even um, though they're I, in 16th, I mean, their their upcoming schedule is pretty rough. You got Chelsea, Man U, Wolves, but then yeah, after that, there's 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 a decent chance for them to stay up. But if anyone's going to drop back to where Fulham is, if Fulham has any chance to stay up, I think it might be Newcastle. Yeah, I can see that. Because Burnley are shit. Right. But at least they're work-hard shit that knows what their game plan is, as opposed to Bruce, who's just like yeah, a different-looking Sam Allardyce. <laughs> I, yeah, I just I don't think. I think the bottom three is going to stay at the bottom three. Personally. Probably. Yeah. 
Uh, well, that's what I said. If, the, if, if there if, is no, a yeah, chance. Yeah, like uh, so then after Newcastle, you got Burnley, Shocker, then Fulham, West Brom, and honestly, probably one of the most surprising things of the season, the Sheffield United just dead last. Because yeah. of how well they did last. Just season. how poorly, like, it looked terrible, too. Yeah, they I mean, did not yeah. look well. I do, I did, I think we both had them going Minus down. 22 goal differential. Still a point lower than the minus 36 goal differential that West Brom is rocking. Uh, I mean, they had... 7-0 in there, I think. You know, they, they got some tough results, West Brom. Minus 36, though, after terrible. after 23 games yeah. played. Hey, they're going to break minus 50, probably. Woo! At least, yeah. Yowza. Tough. Um, Everton and West Ham have, like, the worst uh, goal differential for the top part of the table. Only plus 6. The, uh... City yeah. plus 29. Yeah, well, and Man U is plus 19. Nine of those are in one game, so... Yep. The uh, Sheffield is, you know, definitely going down. I think there's yes. really no doubt about it. They got yes. 15 games left, 10 points. They would need two points a game in order to stay up. No fucking. And I don't think that's going to happen when you've gotten about a third of a point every game thus far this season. Oh no, a half a point, but still. Uh, so they're they're going down. West Brom's going down. Fulham, I think, is the only chance really. At, at, even yeah. though it's only three points, if, if Lookman really balls out, yeah. they have a chance, right? But um, something a lot would have to turn around for them really to go up. Especially, I guess, to turn some of those draws into yeah, wins, some man. Of those draws into wins, um, but you know, end up with like eighteen draws. <laughs> yeah, that'd be tough. So yeah, I mean, I think the second half of the tables <laughs> kind of forming up. The middle is is very congested. Yeah, um, yeah. That, those Europa League spots are gonna. There's gonna be a fight for that. That's for sure. Uh, so, have you heard about um, the Gorilla Glue Girl? Yes. Okay, so you're aware. Yeah, just I mean, in general, I yeah. Oh, okay. So you don't do you know the specifics or anything? I mean, I know that she ran out of hairspray. Yeah. Decided to use a spray adhesive. Yeah. Uh, gorilla because glue. they both had the word glue in their name, so they're right. they're the exact same product. Right, and they didn't. Uh, she's now suing Gorilla Glue, or at least considering considering it, it yeah, uh, because they didn't. Didn't say you can't use it on hair. Yeah, and apparently she's has is going to have to go to a plastic surgeon who's going to do it for free um, in like California. It's like a fourteen thousand dollars surgery. Yeah, I mean, or I something did, like that. I did see that like she went to the ER and they, they couldn't get it out. They like tried acetone and it just like made it a goo, but they couldn't really get it out. I can't shave obviously because she's got fucking glue in her hair, and um, she also wants to keep her hair. So well, right. Um, and then she had like a GoFundMe that was like up to 6k or something. When 14k. I looked, yeah, I looked like the first day it was up. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, so so she's from Louisiana. Okay. Um, and oh, Tessica. That's because her, because her name's not Tiana. It's Tessica. Yeah. So her name's Tessica. So like Jessica and, with the T. And that's what she looks like. Um, question for you. Yeah. How old do you think Tessica is? Someone who puts Gorilla Glue in their hair because they yeah. think it's the same thing as their setting spray. Right. Because you want to have those nice edges. I mean, I, because you're asking it, I assume she's older, but, like, I would assume she's, like, at most 19. Okay. Um, now, with how I've been, you know, with my tone or whatever, you're guessing it's a little higher. You obviously I'm, know it's higher. I'm going to assume she's 41. She's 40? Wow. That's yeah. pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She is a forty-year-old woman who just thought, "Yeah, gorilla blowing. glue." Blowing. It was like yeah. I, I can put a shed together with it, right? Like I can, right? 
Like, I actually used Gorilla Glue, like, a week ago uh, think, for yeah. um, one of Mallory's little, like, uh, fairy things that she puts in her plants. It's like a ceramic thing that broke, so I just, you know, stick some Gorilla Glue on there, bam. It might be, uh, I don't know, maybe in poor taste, or might get them some backlash, but I would definitely use this as advertising if I was Gorilla Glue. <laughs> a, people are all talking about you. B, your product is so fucking good that doctors can't figure out how to get it, break it down. Right. Like that's that's good. That's you're, impressive. You're, like, yeah, she's having to go to a plastic surgeon who specializes in like pharmacology because he's like, oh, I got like I know the chemical structure of it. I'll try to right. like use this to break it down. And if he's doing it for free and it costs fourteen thousand dollars, like it's probably pretty fucking expensive. Yeah, normal. Like it's fourteen thousand is probably what he charges, so it's probably not that. But like probably a lot of money. I, I, but like, like how his theoretically, cost. like this this procedure, I don't even know what it's right. called. Like I, I read the article and there was no name for it. <laughs> right. So, so it's not a procedure. That's what I'm saying. So procedures like procedures have names because right. they've been done. Before. I don't think that like tech. I think that literally just the material right. to produce said procedure probably cost 14k, right. and that's just the price that he put on yeah. it because he definitely doesn't have this like in the procedure right. book. Yeah, this isn't on like the, the list. It's like yeah, you know. About seven times a year, I take Gorilla Glue out of someone's dome. It's a complicated procedure, but you know, I've done it before, so it yeah. can be done. I just couldn't imagine. No. And it was the spray. Right, right. It's the adhesive spray. That's, I guess it's a little. I would say it doesn't. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, it's still really dumb, but it doesn't make you're me not feel like pouring the goop out. <laughs> like, if you're taking the time to get all, like, because with the spray, it's like you just do it quickly and you're like, oh, that might have been dumb. With fucking, if you had the actual glue and you were like slowly <laughs> pouring it out, then it would have been like, like yeah. mixed together too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like swirling like, it in the paper. But, but listen to this because I listened to uh, The Read, and because, you know, they are both. You know, black people, they have much more knowledge on black culture in the black world than I do. This is one of the reasons why I listen to the podcast, is to be more educated. Right. Um, and apparently, when setting your edges, especially, like, if, if you think about it right, you're, you're setting your edges, you have to they, you have to put your hands on your face to right. set your edges. Right. So, if she had sprayed this Gorilla Glue on her head and then touched it with her bare hand... She would also have hand problems. Probably, You'd be like sticking yeah. your hands together, like you probably at some point have your hands stuck to your bone. <laughs> right. So this woman knew that it was sticky enough that she put on gloves. Oh yeah. She doesn't yeah. have any hand problems. Right. So was very aware of the stickiness. Right. But was just like, nah, it'll come out. Nah, it's fine. Yeah. It's wild. I just, I just, I just needed to talk about it right. a little bit because it just like it's like we should just do like the dumb American of the week, like instead of like Florida guy, just like. I just can't, like, I, the thing that blows my mind is, like, okay, it happens, you're really dumb, but the people are giving her money for being an idiot. Yeah, Like, that lot. blows my mind. People give money for the weirdest fucking weirdest shit. Weirdest things, dude. yeah. Like, I don't even, I don't even understand it. I'm just looking up, um, Gorilla Glue's response, because I remember it being funny. The one I saw was just kind of like, yeah, you know, we, we, like, they kind of didn't address it. They are like, we were, like, sorry this happened, or whatever. Oh yeah, it was um all they said was we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair. We are glad to see in her recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical medical facility and wish her the best. Like, bitch, this is not for hair. Right. And we would um, nice. appreciate um, you not doing that in the future. <laughs> right, right. 
I just uh, like they were talking when they were talking about the read. It's like they were reading the bottle, so it literally says, "Do not put on skin." Right. No. Like, yeah. The, I mean, that was one of the things that these people are reporting that like she was she was considering a lawsuit because it doesn't say don't put on hair. It says don't put on skin, and I was like, "What's underneath your hair?" <laughs> like, right. It says not to use it on clothes too. It's like, well, like any material. I feel like you just you should know not to put it on, right? Right. It's wild, man. It's just absolutely wild. Um, it's your C-U-N-T cut of the week. Yeah, I mean, we, we touched on it briefly, but I think it's got to be Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp. Okay. Uh, just, I mean, pre-match with City to, you know, talk about having the uh, the two weeks off that they had. When really, it was... Two weeks. It really was, it was two days it was, it was, yeah, max. Had, it was an eight-day break between games. It was really only two days. And they played Chelsea with, like, 14, 14 players. Yeah, so, 14 players. You know, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't a leisurely time they were having. Right. Um, I think he's the stress is getting to him. He's having a tough run of things. Obviously, he's injury issues, but making a lot of excuses, just being a real bitch. Uh, the worst was in the post-match. after, So he... Makes those excuses about City having the break or whatever. Pep fires back a little bit, being like, "Oh, I thought it was actually three months we had off." Uh, very <laughs> funny, um, but like, obviously, I don't know if he really took it too seriously. He seemed a little annoyed by it, but right. Um, then you know, crush him four one. So gets gets the last laugh, and, and after after the game, there's a video making its rounds of a reporter asking, "Oh, City are up ten points and a game in hand." do you think it's more about making Champions League now rather than the league title? And Jurgen goes off on him saying, it's not 10 points, it's 13 points. You really should do your research because City have a game in hand, so it's 13 points, which A, is not true. Yeah, it's just so not counted automatically. And B, he said 10 points and a game in hand. It's not like he just said 10 like he, the reporter says game in hand. And like Jurgen clearly just like wanted to pick a fight or whatever, never right. answered his question or and he's like, well, my the second part of my question, he's like, you wasted your question or whatever. Wow. And was cutting him off. He's being a, a total dick. Like, obviously, <laughs> he just got embarrassed at, the, at Anfield, but there weren't fans there, so. Um, that is a huge dick yeah, move. It was, it was just like, a, you don't, like, even if, like, I get you're upset, but that's it, a dude's a dude doing his job. Like, right. Don't you're going really loves to yeah. belittle him. Right. Exactly. It's one thing to, like, you know, make excuses or whatever. That's annoying, but it is what it is. But, like, <laughs> to actually just, like, actively degrade someone right and it's not even that you just actively degraded them like like jose does right. like at, at least when jose does that it's like that's a stupid question <laughs> like but it, it's like you you are pointing out a fact quote-unquote right. factual inaccuracy right. that is not factually right. inaccurate and then right. degrading a person for not for being, being intelligent right. when they were right, right. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right, yeah. So it's uh, that's a good cunt of the week. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cunty thing to do. I mean, I, 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 I probably should go with yours, but I'm still fucking pissed off at NBC. And, yeah, and yeah. I'm right, very totally. happy that I'm going to be watching this on uh, this uh, this FA Cup on right. ESPN Plus. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, because fuck NBC, <laughs> right. they can suck all my dick and my ass. And I really hope you lose you lose your ability to broadcast Premier League. If that doesn't happen, if you rebuy it, I hope you get extorted by the yeah. Like I hope you sign a deal that's like thirty five trillion for like three years. Like I I want you to be destroyed as a company. I no longer want that to be whatever it is. You know, 
INC, whatever, NBC Incorporated. I don't, I don't, whatever, whatever the, the parent company is for NBC. I believe it's I want G- to die. I don't know if that's real. For real? General <laughs> Electric is the parent company NBC? According to 30 Rock. I'm not sure. I assume it's real, but I'm not sure it's real. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. America's fucking I feel like, weird. I just feel like that'd be a weird thing to make up if it wasn't true. Right. Show, and, like, that's the whole... Well, now process. I'm gonna have to look it up, because... I mean, you can never really look it up. When you look up someone's parent company, it's, like, all, like, sketchy. It's like, well, what do you mean, parent company? Right. We don't like, have parent like companies. Google. What's that? Google's not a company. Comcast. Ah. NBC Universal and Comcast. Yes, actually, yeah, yeah. I think Comcast bought them relatively recently, though. Yeah. No wonder it's so fucking shit. I was going to say, which, which? <laughs> bought Comcast. No fucking wonder the fucking cable mafia came and bought them up. Jesus. Fucking Spectrum and Comcast, man. Spectrum fucks me on the internet, oh, and then yeah. Comcast fucks me on my streaming. Like, <laughs> gotta love the good old EUS of that. Or is there anything else you want to talk about from the footballing world? No. I think Neymar signed a new contract. I mean, who really cares? Making a lot of money. He doesn't even play. Just get injured all the time. Yeah. Sign a new contract just to get injured 15 minutes into a uh, Champions League round of uh, 16. Um, just so you know, they yeah. lose out in the round of eight and never make it to the finals. Nice. In, in case you were wondering, GE did own NBC until 2011 when Comcast bought a controlling interest and then they acquired the rest of it at 2013, in 2013. Okay, gotcha. So it was owned by it GE. It was owned by GE. Fucking America, man. <laughs> Fucking Monopoly is terrible. I mean, technically not Monopoly because you have whatever. But it is. Whatever. It's, like it's kind conglomerate. Of, yeah, conglomerations are just garbage. Well, thanks for joining us this week and a rainy night in Stoke. Uh, we never actually tell you to check these things out, but we do have an email. Uh, it's uh, rainy night. Uh, where was it? What rainy is night it? pod. Rainy at night gmail.com. at gmail.com. Um, and then uh, we also have an Instagram and a Twitter, all of which Luke controls and does not post on. So feel free to interact Correct. with us. Um, if you uh, maybe if we start getting actual people to interact with Luke, Luke will start to interact with the people. Um, but we'll see. No guarantees. Luke's not a big interaction guy. Yeah. Um, but again, thanks for joining us. Another rainy night in Stoke, and uh, check out the next episode.